Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. My name is Joa Hogan. Today we interview Allison Wild. Allison Wild is the Clinical Education Specialist for the Nurse Residency Program at Unity Point Health Des Moines. She focuses on staff development and education. Through her passion for supporting nursing education for both formal and informal leaders, she develops training for staff nurses, preceptors, charge nurses, and other educators. Her background includes working as a staff nurse, preceptor, charge nurse, and educator in a progressive care setting. Well, welcome, Allison, to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell the listeners about your journey from a high school student to your current role as clinical educational specialist? I actually took a little bit of a long way to get where I am today. I graduated high school and I wanted to either be a nurse or get a degree in secondary education. I thought that I wanted to be a high school drama teacher. Ultimately, when I started school and I got into those education classes, what I learned was I didn't really want to be a teacher in that setting. After that, I jumped into biology classes and I actually spent a lot of time learning all things biology and doing wetland conservation research. So what that means is I spent my weekends out in the wilderness, out in the wetlands and boots, bug spray, and I was checking small mammal traps, counting and identifying trees, and then also staring down at Microsoft and identifying bugs. Uh, after wow. that, I, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fact. interesting. After that, I started. Um, I took a class at the local uh, community college and became a CNA, a certified nursing aide, and worked at the nursing home. After I graduated with my biology degree, I went on to nursing school and got my bachelor's in nursing. Throughout my nursing career, I gravitated a lot to that preceptor role, orienting new hires. I loved resource finding and learning new things. So as I grew in my career, um, I've worked at a couple of different hospitals um, here in Iowa, but also out in Colorado. And it just kind of sort of kept progressing and I kept moving into some of those leadership roles. I became an educator in a couple different areas. Eventually we moved back to Iowa, to Des Moines, and I completed my master's in nursing education and began working as a clinical education specialist. I have always had a really uh, soft spot for new nurses. They come in with so much energy for learning. And so as soon as the nurse residency program, clinical education specialist job opened, I applied and here I am. It's interesting because uh, high school Allison thought that she had to choose between education drama and theater and nursing. And I feel like where I am right now, I kind of do all three. Wow. That is quite the journey. That's very interesting. So yeah. So you just said that you, uh, you know, kind of do all three. So obviously you're you know, an educator and you're as well as a nurse. So are you doing acting or do you, uh, what's the drama part of that? So on a typical work day, I am, when I'm facilitating nurse residency, I am facilitating speakers for about 
four hours of education with the new graduate nurses. So I have to get up in front of a large crowd, sometimes of 50 plus people and introduce new speakers. I also teach for the IHA, the charge nurse leadership class. And a lot of those skills come into play when you're standing in front of a huge crowd and teaching. Oh, absolutely. I never thought of it like that. Do you, on the side, do any acting or with the community theater or anything of that sort? I don't use those skills anymore in the community theater. I, My husband and I are avid community theater and arts goers. We like to go to the Performing Arts Center. But I do use those skills in a lot of developing education for simulations in which we do role-playing so that nurses can learn skills in a safe environment. Uh, So I have used those skills in many different ways. Well, that's a great skill set to have. Yeah, again, I never thought of it that way. I really appreciate that. And that makes total sense. All right. So our next question is, what's a typical day in the life of a clinical education specialist? So a typical day I get here a little bit early. We start class at eight for our nurse residents on Tuesdays. And I set the room up. I make sure that we have everything that we need for our speakers, pull up PowerPoints. We get out things like Play-Doh because sometimes it can be hard to sit for a while. After the class, I have open office hours and often meet with nurse residents or other clinical educators to help support them. In the afternoons, I start to run through my class evaluations and make sure we set up We're all set up for the next class. We have our speakers lined up. If I find anything in that evaluation that maybe didn't go so well that day or say our nurses are like, we really want more small group discussion, I will look at the next class that we have and make sure I make some changes to adjust. I find that my nurse resident cohorts have different personalities. And so if I can identify a large group of extroverts who like games and Uh, are very competitive. I have a group like that. I integrate more games and sometimes I have more introverts. And so I adjust my education so that we're playing more games that are more on the computer or the screen in a more introverted fashion, type in or text in their answers to things. I also will go out to speak to local nursing school clinical groups about our program. That's really neat that you adapt the education based on the end user, the student. That's great because I'm sure that varies greatly with the different groups that come in. Yeah, it's a lot of staying on top of technology. It's a lot of researching what other programs are doing and really looking to the end user and saying, is this working for you and how can I do something differently so that you're more engaged and so that we can really help you learn the skills that really impact our patients here. Well, I have a background in instructional technology, so I appreciate that very much. And you're right, it, it, it changes all the time. And then having to integrate that online component to that face-to-face component. Yeah, very much uh, in the modern era, hybrid type of education, I'm sure. Yeah, it can be very challenging. And you mentioned previously that you and your husband like to go see theater. What else do you like to do when you're not working? We have two middle school children, so you will often find me at their sporting activities. Luckily, they're at the age where I can now start to bring a book along. So if you saw me out at a soccer game or at a track practice, I probably have my nose in a book. But other than that, when we actually have real free time, uh, I enjoy running. I've ran a few half marathons. We have 
uh, a 50 pound golden doodle that keeps me really busy. And we always enjoy hiking, camping, biking, and we try and visit a national park almost every year. Great. What's your favorite national park so far that you've visited? Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. I want to say Glacier National Park, but that has a lot to do with my daughter got to plan that trip. It was her fourth grade summer and the national parks do a a promotion for fourth graders where they can get into the parks for free. So we gave her all the information and she got to plan the trip. So it was really neat to see the park through her eyes. That does sound great. I've never heard of that. I, I love that. That's that's a great opportunity. And I'm sure it was a blast. Oh, it was so beautiful. And do you have an extraordinary story and an event that took place within a hospital setting that you could share with us today? I'm sure that I do, but I think for me right now as an educator, it's more about those moments. I see that light bulb go off with those that I teach. So for example, I developed a an educational scenario for our new graduate medical surgical nurses. The simulation focused on a patient that was post-operative and experienced an unexpected appendectomy. And during that scenario, what happens is the patient starts to experience some chest pain. And ultimately, that patient's experiencing the symptoms of a heart attack. And the new graduate nurses have to identify that and walk through it. And what happened was the day after our nurses went through that, they were taking care of a patient and had almost the same exact scenario happen. And they knew exactly what to do. They identified that the patient was experiencing chest pain and a heart attack. They knew what to do, what to expect, and they greatly impacted the patient outcome. And it's those moments seeing that what I have taught them and what they have learned and then them going out there and doing it and applying it and really impacting patients and seeing their personal growth. Wow. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. It's amazing. And finally, do you have any advice for anyone contemplating entering the field of nursing? You have to take a minute and write down all the reasons why you want to enter the nursing field. Think about what you love about the profession, what you love about healthcare, what things bring you joy, what are you actually good at, and how can you make a difference in this career? Healthcare, nursing, and even nursing school is so challenging. Having a firm understanding of your big picture, that why, can help ground you during all of those hard times and keep you really focused on why you wanted to be a nurse in the first place. And keep that close to you because when you have those hard moments, you'll be able to look back and say, I remember why I wanted to do this in the first place. Oh, that's great advice. Well, I want to thank you, Allison Wild, Clinical Education Specialist for the Nurse Residency Program at Unity Point Health Des Moines, for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This podcast has been an opportunity to get to know Iowa hospital leaders. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month.